Howard Stern has emerged from his cocoon. He did? Yeah, this is kind of old news. We didn't do a podcast last week, right? This is old hat. Oh, no. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Huh. Well, we did. We totally did. Okay. Well, see you later. Let's do a starty thingy. I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 180 of I'm So Sure Cast. Happy host to really do Jim Sullivan. You know? So what's going on, man? Not much. What's happening? I feel like um, my little intro there was almost similar to Bob uh, Dylan? Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, yeah. Where it gets super... Uh, like loud and rambunctious and then yeah when they like introduce a band that guy oh yeah yeah you know what i mean i don't fucking know. don't think twice when he's at the, uh, the show with the vegan yeah. too bad brie larson's so annoying in real life i know over lacto vegetarian maybe because based purely on looks looks in the personality of her comedic roles oh, unbelievable i would like her frankly fantastic talk about a whiny little you know you know what? Actress. <laughs> what a fantastic little actress otherwise, though, in the this movie. She's a giant cock. Yeah, she's good. And that's her singing. And that that song is her that, singing. That song that uh, Gav hates when, that song when is Bed so by good, Nine plays. Oh. Uh, he hates when they play it. He doesn't hate the song. I think he hates both. I think it's both. I think he hates when they play it because he hates that the song. That song is so good, dude. Pretty sure. I'll let Jeff. I won't speak for Jeff. But I'm I'm quite positive he does not like that song. Send you my love on a wire. Yeah. That song? Yeah. That song is so good, dude. Maybe he I don't know. I don't know why he doesn't like it. Every time What's the song called? Everyone. Woo. I guess we'll give the audience a taste so they know what we're talking about. Um falls away from you. We'll do it on there. Oh, well, you want to look up the thing? Hold on, I'll look it up. And then well, you can type it in there. I just feel like this thing takes forever, fuck. I mean, it sounds better, though. I don't want to listen to it on a fucking... You know what I mean? Yeah, I was only going to play like 10 seconds of it, but... Yeah, you're right. Right. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. It's called Black Sheep. Black Sheep? Yeah. Isn't that the uh, sequel to Tommy Boy? The un... Oh, here it is. He found it, folks. Yeah, Brie Larson's so hot in this movie. So hot, dude. Too bad she's... Mad that her oh. movie about, I don't know. Dude, this is, yeah, Eric's right. It's nonstop campaign commercials on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's all I get. Which I get makes sense. State. If you're going to advertise, it's probably your best bet, but come on. You live in a swing state, you're fucked for the advertisements. It's going to be Maggie Hassan. Oh, here we go. All right. Here's the song. The song is the shit, Jeff. Oh, yeah? That's Todd. I know. She knows because she dated him. You know? Oh, yeah. She knows. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello again, friend of a friend. I knew you were. I come and go. Was waiting for. Yeah, Bree just gets me going in this. You gotta hit the chorus, though. Oh yeah, I know. Now that the truth is just a rule by you, you're yeah, she's, she's something else. You crack the whip, shape shift and trick the past again. If Jeff hates this chorus, it's not real. Yeah, I don't want to speak for him, but based on memory, I, I don't think he was a fan. Okay, fair enough. You know what annoys me though? What? The top comment. Oh God, this really pisses me off. It's Jeff Bergeron. Yeah, the top comment. It has twenty five thousand likes, right? Okay. And um, this you would think if it's going to be a top anything getting twenty five thousand likes for a comment is going to be like an interesting or funny take. Yeah. This is the top comment. 
Breeze vocals would definitely be popular with today's style of music. What does that mean? A voice that sounds good? (laughs) I mean, what? When was that posted? What year? One year ago, it says. Jesus. 25,000 likes for that brilliant take. Oh, my God, dude. That's a hot take. That is just... That's like me showing a video of my relative, hypothetically, that sings guitar. I mean, I mean, plays guitar and sings, and, and me going, man, his vocals would be really popular today. What does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything. Maybe if it's Bob Dylan, then you heard him in the 40s going, wee, <laughs> and then it's the 60s, and you're like, you know what? Actually, that guy, his voice would be popular today. Maybe. And first of all, are we really going to pretend that Brie Larson's vocals weren't totally propped up in post-production right like, i'm sure i'm sure she's a competent enough singer where they didn't need to like perform a miracle right but let's not pretend that those vocals are her singing live right dude you know maybe um that comment is just like a russian bot it could and they're be. like well we know what things dumb americans will like twenty five thousand times Rick, so just say this. Rick Weller responded to that comment spot on. He got 161 oh, likes. Oh my god, dude! We live in the Matrix. None of neither of those people. Wait, wait. Are real. Th- this one has 656 likes. It's responding to that comment. It says I love it or something. Totally. The biggest issue <laughs> would be to write the music and lyrics. Her singing is all set. Okay, dude. Jesus. Yeah, watch American Idol, you idiots. Anyone can sing. Yeah. You know, you know how many talented people there are in the world. Like, I would say, I'm gonna say, thirty percent of all people who perform are pretty much talented enough to to hypothetically make it. It's it's the work ethic and luck involved with making it. Right. There's no way you don't know who Taylor Swift is, and she's singing in the corner of a restaurant. That your mind is going to be blown and go that that would be the biggest crossover star between pop and country music in the contemporary world in today's music, yeah, yeah, in today, <laughs> you know, it's too bad she tried to make it big in two thousand six because her voice, her vocals would be really popular today, right? Oh, that comment! I just hate these banal comments that everyone rewards. You know, it's like a reward. I love going onto YouTube videos and the comments are just disabled. Oh, do you? See? Yeah. Yes. But that only ever happens to me when it's uh, it's like the one time I want to comment. Right. Well, do you, that's the do you ever comment? What? Do you comment? No. You're not a commenter? No. I'm a commenter sometimes. Sometimes. I, I don't know. I, I usually shit on stuff. Well, yeah, of course. Mo- mo- my urge to comment would n- n- seldom be out of compliments. Uh, that grammar made so no sense. So you don't have anything nice to say, so you say nothing at all. Well, no, there's so, I'd say 99% of the things I watch on YouTube, I love. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. a huge YouTube guy. I really only watch stuff I'm interested in. Right. right so right. my, if you did the math... If I were to leave comments, it would be overwhelmingly positive. But it's just I have nothing to add. Add. Yeah. Now sometimes I, I I should say I I do like when comments are disabled, but sometimes comments do crack me up. Well, sometimes comments are the main show. Right. Like someone would be like, you know, I watch those good good golf videos and they're like an hour long. Oh yeah. And someone will just be like Oh, I'm sure this is going on in the background at this minute mark. Yeah. And then I'll click on it and I'll be like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so there are funny reasons. Like Darman videos are great for the comments. Oh, I'm sure. Because the comments are totally binary. Right. It's, it's wow, this is really tough that this happens in America. Thank you for sharing. Or like, yo, I just pissed my pants. This is ridiculous. <laughs> There's no one saying little cheesy but nice message. Right. It's it's either like you're totally bought in or your eyes hurt from rolling. 
Although the uh, what's the other kid? Life Life Lessons with Lewis. Oh yeah. He's I'm I'm not sure his comments would be as split down the middle. So is as Lewis Diamond. the one that grabs the the pulled pork and crams it in her face? Is that no Lewis? no no? Lewis is always the hero. All right. Oh, that's a that's a life lessons with with Lewis video. Yeah, I just didn't know if that was Lewis, but I get you. No, no, no. Lewis <laughs> is the um the boyfriend that she with whom she's eating the well, he thinks she's eating the pork sandwich right. with. So he's like the comedy club owner that just m- makes him the headliner every night. Yeah. Basically. Total douche. Except there's no comedy in life lessons with Lewis. No, there's tons of comedy. It's just accidental comedy. Right. You know, right, dude. He's like the the guy that directs a movie, but just makes well, literally, actually. I'll just stop talking. Guy that directs a movie and makes himself the main character that saves everybody, and he actually does that. So I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. Well, he's he's ironically uh, doing the opposite of what he intends to do. Right, he makes himself look like a dumb idiot. Yeah, like like Steve Colbert thinks he's the guy mocking. Losers in society when all he's doing is just pathetically licking the boots of everyone in charge. Right, dude, right. But he gets to feel like when they did that George Carlin documentary and they were talking about how iconoclastic and edgy he was. And it's like John Stewart and Stephen Colbert and Judd Apatow. I can't come up with if you said who are the three most groveling comedians to the status quo who shit on comedians for making fun of society's elite, it would be them. Right. And they're celebrating a guy who waved his middle finger at the people that they're claiming they would also join in on. Anyway, Life Lessons with Lewis, check it out. He doesn't need the subscribers. I think he has like 5 million. But if you want to see what happens when a white guy has a pork sandwich in a park. <laughs> uh, there's no better spot on the internet. Oh, he's got 1.08 million subscribers. His parents own the whole restaurant. Dead soldier haunts wife. True story. What? I feel like Did he's... Dead soldier? Oh, dead soldier. Sorry, I'm a fucking idiot. I feel like he's uh, misinterpreting the parathetical words true story yeah probs hmm all right well anyway what's what's new did you do anything fucking sick this weekend um well i hung out with you a little bit on saturday when the fuck did you hang out with me at um that's right i played golf didn't we apple oh you shot the round of your life yeah had a great round jesus dude i think there is something that happened where i just my expectations were zero I was like, I thought I was done golfing because of the weather. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this, this will just be fun. We'll pop some Zin. We'll drink some beers. It's a nice day. Before you know it, you're fucking parring like 80% of the holes. Yeah. So I think I it's hard to force myself into that mindset, but that's definitely a big part of it. I didn't do anything differently. You know, my first Zin was great. My second you Zin. You did two fucking Zins? Yeah, my second Zin was too much. Jesus. Yeah, because the first one will linger. Yeah, oh yeah. Uncle Nick's getting pissed that we're complimenting Zinn again. Language. But Just so you guys know, uh, Uncle Nick has a different kind of nicotine pouch that he thinks is better. So if you want something better than Zinn, just text Uncle Nick. Yeah, and just as a disclaimer, it's if I was going to get someone into... Uh, Swedish. Man, I'm trying to think of a metaphor and nothing's coming to mind. But... Nick's rating tobacco as a tobacco, uh, what's the word? Not connoisseur, but oh, right, right. a lifelong tobacco user, which I respect. Right. But it was, but we weren't saying Zinn is better than a tin of Copenhagen. We were saying, you know, for the layman that doesn't dip, this is a, you know, a one foot in, one foot out type of thing. Right. Right. And it's less messy. And girls prefer it. Um, not that that matters. But anyway, the the effects of a Zin, if you're not a common user, will linger for a while. Oh, God, yeah, they will. Did you pop one on the front, one on the back, or were they both on the back? I popped one on, like, the fucking, I want to say it was, like, the seventh hole. 
And then I think I had one on like the... Oh, you birdied the one after that. Yeah. You birdied the eighth hole. And then I had one on like the fucking like 13th hole or something. It's too much. And I was just... Then that's when I started duffing shots and yeah. I started getting real pissed. Yeah. And sometimes when... Yeah, because it's, it's really the opposite of... You don't want to take uppers on a golf course. I just got too fucked up. Right. He got too fucked up. Too fucked up. Uh, but that'll happen. It will happen. But then we had tacos that were very good. Oh, those fucking tacos. Holy shit. Those were good. The oh. place was called like Jalisco or something. Uh, is that not working? This is a giant car. Oh, it works. Yep. The volume is down. Oh, yeah. And then uh, and then Kev was like, I got to go to work and then ran out. And then we were like, oh, I guess, I guess that's that. Right. And then we left tacos. See, I do like with Kev, though, like, because his work schedule is tough compared to a, you know, a nine to fiver. Mm. Mm. Meaning he has work on Saturdays and Sundays. Right. Right. But it doesn't deter him from making plans that day. You know what I mean? Like, he'll still go golfing, have yeah. some beers, yeah, if he smoke can, some butts. If he can fit it in, he'll do it. I love that Kev still just cranks heaters. Oh, cranks them. I love it. Left and right. It's great. It's great. I should be, you know, should be disparaging the idea of smoking cigarettes, but I'm not. I actually love no, smoking. Cigarettes are fucking awesome. And then um, there was supposed to be like a, because uh, I remember earlier in the week, either you or Eric were like, oh, let's go to fucking this restaurant. And it was like some nice restaurant. I forget the name of. Do you remember? We were supposed to do it Saturday? Yeah. Like after golf, we were supposed to do that. Well, I thought you wanted to go to park lunch. For lunch, but then for dinner, there was there was a place that somebody threw out, and Eric was like, oh, I'll call and make reservations. Oh, I don't remember that. And then you were like, oh, it's definitely open? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoe City Bistro. That's the one, dude. Yes. You and your fucking little memory. That's above huh? Peddler's Daughter. Gotcha. Gotcha. Dude. I think you went there one time. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. We'll never know. It's really a cool spot. There's no way to ever know that. And it, but the only thing with some of these like little boutique restaurants is you never, if it weren't for social media, which I don't have, but Karen informs me, um, you would never know if these places are open or not. Oh, no idea. Because Google's not like updated usually. No. Like if you Google Spazianos, it'll say it's open when they're closed 90% of the time. Right. And they are closed 90% of the time. Right. Uh, yeah, I, you can get a you can get a large cheese at ten fifteen a.m. on a Saturday, but try to go there at fucking eight o'clock, and they're closed. Yeah, go figure. You know, seven thirty on a Wednesday closed. <laughs> Nine thirty p.m. on know, a Thursday. Dude, I think they got. I think they're like Open. Boris Johnson. Like something happened during the COVID days where they just got fucked. Whoever owns that place, I think has some sort of brain eating COVID amoeba that is lingering. Really? Because the business decisions just became completely bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a drug front. That's probably why they're never open. Well, it's not a very good front because their hours are fucked. Maybe that makes it a great front. Like, they're the only pizza shop I know where you, you can be hanging out with their employees. Um, And then they go, oh, I got to go work. Um, But I'll be around and like... Three hours if you want to just hang out then. <laughs> and you go, what? All right. I got to go to be work. I, yeah. I got to go to work. Oh, I'll be fuck. back. I got work at 11. Um, do you still want to golf at one thirty? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when you do call them and you're, when you're hungry and they do answer the phone. Oh, God. Nothing better. That cheesy garlic bread. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Really good. Yeah, dude. So like during the week, I'll be, uh, I just text Jeff or talk to Jeff Borstel all the time. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Whoa. Something ain't right. That was weird. Something wasn't right with that. Uh, He's like my Hank Mark Dukas kind of. Right. You know, I talked to him two, three times on the phone each week. Yep. Um, But all the time I'll be like, yo, fucking want to like sip whiskey this weekend or some shit. Because he has this neighbor, Jay, who's just like a great guy. I love fucking hanging out with Jay. Great guy. Fantastic. And um, 
I, I always want to like just sip whiskey with Jay and fucking Jeff because Jeff always tells me like, oh yeah, Jay came over last night. We, you know, drank this whiskey and talked about XYZ and it was great. Oh uh, yeah, we tracked him for a little bit, but Central Computer <laughs> designated his status as fat and unimportant. And like uh, smoked cigars and blah, blah, blah. Like they just chill. Yeah. They just sit down and chill. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I miss it every time you guys do this. So then I'll always be like, hey, Jeff, let's do that this weekend. And he's like, great. Come over Saturday. Yeah. And then every time he does this, like the day before, he's like, oh, by the way, there's like 35 people coming over Saturday. Oh, it's not going to be just you guys sipping whiskey. Right. So then it just turns into like some fucking crazy. Well, if you want to do that, you better hurry up because. The world is going to end in 12 years (laughs) if we don't address climate change. (laughs) And it just turns into some crazy fucking banger. That's what happened. So they're having bangers all the time, right? Pretty much. That's happened the past like five times. I love that. I got to go to one of these bangers. You into shit. I miss Jeff. He's a great guy. He laughs like this. <laughs> and um, so so this time was was no different. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll do the thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Jay, whiskey. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, a fucking bitch. The day before he goes, by the way, dude, actually, um, my uncle Dean is is going to be in town. Dean. Uh, he's a little wild. Let the boy watch. Just so you know. Let the boy watch. I'm sure that Let goes the boy on. Watch. Yeah, I think he's got to relaunch Let the, the app. Boy. I just did that. I really relaunch all the apps. Really? It's that shitty, huh? Try something. Perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot him out. Sorry, we're having malfunctions. Got to go for a restart. Gonna go for a full-blown restart, folks. We've shown the man behind the curtain. We're gonna do the great reset. We have to edit that out. People might n- not respect this, this production. This hot too. It's like freaking out. Yeah, it's hot as fuck. Yeah. Um. Right. Right. So. Uh. Fucking Jeff is like, yeah, yeah. My uncle Dean is gonna be in town. He's fucking little. He's a little rambunctious. I'm like, all right, that's fine, dude. I mean, I'm. Is he with- a Borstel? Is he Jeff's dad's brother? He's Jeff's mom's brother. Oh, okay. So I'm like, dude, that's fine. I'm friends with Cooch. I can hand, I can handle rambunctious. Uh, so I figure I'm going to be getting there at like 7.30, 8 o'clock. And then he texts me at like 4 and he goes, come ASAP. And I was like, what the fuck? This is the day of the golf. This is the day of the golf. Which we finished golf at, I don't know. I think we were done lunch by 2, 2 o'clock. That sounds about right. I came home, I washed my car, I did laundry. Jesus. And I was like, oh, I'm going to lay down for like an hour. Oh, you didn't drink anything that day either, right? I just had a beer at lunch. Okay. So you didn't have the, the, the tireds. I did not have a case of the tireds. Nice. Which was fucking great. So tireds are sleepy. Um, but anyway, so then he's like, come over ASAP. I'm like, all right, fine, dude. Jesus Christ. So then they're like, you know, shower, whatever. Fucking get over there. <clears throat> Walk in the door. There's, you know. It's a surprise birthday party for you a couple months yeah, late. Yeah. There's probably like eight people there. Goose greets me at the door. I'm like, what's up, dude? What's fucking going on? He's like, ah, nothing. I'm a dog. I don't talk. Was that girl Dakota there or whatever? Dakota was was not there. Dakota Fanning. I know exactly who you're talking about. The girl that plays acoustic guitar that's really pretentious. Yes. Yeah. Um, Oh, just entering the iPad password. Sorry, focus. Let's just see if this fixed it. Yep. Fixed it. Wow. Um, Sorry. The story's going to pick up now that I'm not distracted with the iPad. So I walk in and then I see immediately this this loud guy must be Uncle Dean. He's he's across the fucking island from me. And uh Jeff just goes, Keep your distance. He ate a few mushrooms. I go, okay. Jesus. So then I'm like saying hi to a couple people. And then Uncle Dean is like, Oh, hey, I, he's like, I fu- I fucking love you or some shit. I'm like, all right. He's like, I'm gonna oh, give you a hug. Yeah. I'm like, come around, buddy. I'll give you a hug. So he comes around, gives me a gigantic bear hug. Because I've dealt with people on shrooms before. I know, you know, he's just, he's just feeling, he's feeling and wants to give love, man. You know? Right. Yep. So he's hugging me. How, old is, how old is Uncle Dean? If I were to guess, I would say he's 56. Okay. If I were to peg him, I'd say he's 56. But I'm going to, you know, I'd rather not say peg. For the following reasons. But yes. he's hugging me for like a really long time, very aggressively. Then eventually like kind of lets me go and is chatting to me, blah, blah, blah. This is a giant Pretty cock. Pretty quickly lets me know that he's gay and that he thinks I'm really attractive. And he's like, 
uh, my niece is here. I want you to meet my niece. He goes, but you're so handsome that if it doesn't work out between you two, um, I have I own a lot of land in Texas, and I'm rich as fuck, and maybe you're not gay, but but maybe enough money will make you gay. So first of all, anytime somebody talks about it, Jesus Christ, anytime somebody talks about how much money they have, it means they don't have money. So I'm like, okay, well, I know now that you've said 40 times in the past three minutes how rich you are, I know you're not rich. Um, this is more than the budget of my whole project. So definitely not sucking your cock. But right. anyways. Good. So then it turns into him just screaming, you need to meet my niece. What you're, the? F- you're going you're gonna to fuck my niece tonight. You're going to marry my niece. All this what shit. What the? All this shit. Who, she's there, by the way. She's yeah, eight I've feet behind him. Figured. So I'm immediately super uncomfortable. Um, you're kidding. And she just walks around and is like, hi, I'm just going to fucking, you know, bite the, bite the, what the fuck? What is the saying I'm trying to use? Bite the bullet and I guess bite distract the, bullet. the uncle. What's the one about a bud? Nip it in the bud. Yeah, yeah. I combined two. I'm going to bite a bud. I think it's already blossomed though at this point. Yeah, but she's like, I'm just going to introduce myself. My name's Sarah, blah, blah, blah. How are you? So nice to meet you. Yep. And now I'm like, okay, now he's going to leave me alone because I met his niece. Right. That he, and she's going like this. Uh, that he's claiming I'm going to be marrying. Why are you gay? Um, so then, you know, chatting. He's all up in my space, hugging me more, kissing me on the cheek. Come on, man. Rubbing his beard against my beard. What the fuck? I'm telling you, man, this is Uncle Dean. What is, Je- is, is Jeff aware of this? Yeah. Just Jeff is like, <laughs> this is just Uncle Dean. And I'm like, okay. Um, and I thought this was because he was on shrooms and they were like, no, no, no. The shrooms have nothing to do with anything. He's just like this. Jesus. So I'm like, good God. So then, uh, eventually his niece's mother comes over and is like, Dean, why don't you fucking leave the kid alone? I am black. I am gay. Chill with the buttons. I am disabled. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, I just keep getting fucking distracted and I feel like I'm fumbling. Um, all, right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, she's like, why don't you fucking leave the kid alone? Let him eat some fucking pizza. It's not my, it's not my fault. The soundboard <laughs> applies to like only gay situations <laughs> and we finally have one. Yeah, that's true. Right, that right. is true. Uh, I'll, I'll be hands per- off. Proceed as, uh, as <laughs> no, you no, wish. No, 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 no. I know it's distracting. Um so she's like, leave the fucking kid alone. He wants to eat pizza. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll eat pizza. Sorry, if, this uh, is the this is the niece who said that. This is the niece's mother. Okay, who's fantastic lady, by the way. F- wonderful. Her yep. father was there too. Fantastic people, both yep. great. Yep. Um. So I ate some pizza. Dean follows me. Was, you know, like arm around me, eating <laughs> pizza, chatting. I start talking to Sarah some more. Um. Turns did, out she's. Did Dean have like redeemable conversational habits? No. Or was it basically he was just a gadfly the whole Every night? single thing he said to me was how he either wants to fuck me, suck my dick, marry me, or pay me to move to Texas with him, or that I'm going to um, suck his niece's dick, or, <laughs> or marry her, or. Uh, I sucked other men's cooks. How much he's going to write. In the will for me. Oh, with his money that he with keeps his mentioning. money that he keeps mentioning that he definitely doesn't have because he keeps mentioning it. Um, and this wasn't Cooch. This is no surprisingly Dean. it wasn't Cooch. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then I'm talking to her. It's great. We're having a fun time. Dean cups keeps bumping, coming in, hugs. Just so many hugs. Must have hugged me 74 times. That yeah, night. no, that's too much. Tight, tight hugs, bear hugs, where he rubs his fucking beard into my face and then kisses my cheek yeah well it's awkward because you don't want to residually kill the entire mood of eve like if eavesdroppers but you got at some point you got to say dude because think of a guy doing that to a girl it's totally unacceptable yeah but when a when a guy's gay he's like i can get away with anything yeah but it's like no you can't you really can't though but obviously you can because if this clearly went on for hours. Yeah, at literally hours. But I'm like, you know what? The guy's on shrooms. He's having a great time. I'll just fucking roll with it. <clears throat> Eventually, he keeps being like, I got to get to my 
a Halloween party. Someone bring me to my Halloween party. And you're like, nice. He's got other plans. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but he's he's like, I have to leave at seven o'clock. Okay. So it's six fifty. It's seven. It's seven fifteen. It's seven thirty. Fuck. So once seven forty five. Once seven forty five hits, you're like, Jesus Christ! It's eight thirty. It's now nine o'clock. He's still here. And he keeps being like, Tim, take me to my Halloween party. I'm like, we keep being like, we'll call you an Uber. Where is the Halloween party? He's like, yeah. I don't know. So I'm like, so you want me to get into a car to drive you to a place you don't know where it is? Right. But we kept trying to call him Ubers. Wouldn't, wouldn't fucking take him. Um, uh, and he's got these fucking cowboy boots on. Yeah. Like wooden sole cowboy boots. What the hell is even that? <laughs> and he is just falling all over the place. And so like Jeff just put the kids to bed. So the kids are like freshly freshly going to sleep. Right? <laughs> and this guy is just slamming into baseboards with his boots, falling on the ground and then like as he falls on the ground, he'll kick his feet up in the air and then slam his heels down on like the hardwood floor. Jeez. And Jeff this just guy keeps was visiting being like, from Texas. Or yeah. He, he lives up here and also lives in Texas. He's visiting. So like anytime he would get like rambunctious and bump into shit, Jeff would be like, Dean, don't fucking break anything, dude. <laughs> and like would try and reel him in. Actually, like later we, we like looked over everything in the house. So many of the walls were scuffed to shit. The baseboard scuffed to shit. The fucking metal. Um, All for one guy at a party. Just one guy at a party. The metal fucking uh, baseboard heater things, like all bent up. Jesus. Just like scuffs in the floor. One, it was one guy at a party walking around saying this all night. Yeah. This is a giant cock. <laughs> this is a giant cock. <laughs> this is a giant cock. Uh, but then uh, eventually, like, other people showed up. So then, like, um, Jeff's friend or work friend. Any Drew? other members of the? Actually, he's LGBT, a listener. LGBT, LBG, who? Uh, Drew, the guy that showed up, oh? is an avid listener. You're kidding? Swear to swear to fuck, dude. Jesus Christ! And I know he's not lying because he'll he'll reference specific shit. You're kidding me? From recent and old episodes. He'll go, yeah, that was so funny last episode when you when you hit the this is a giant cock button. Not even kidding. He'll say that. I know, but the joke is we hit that in every episode. But that's true. Um, wow. All right, well, that's good to know. This is his favorite one. Hold up. Is it? Wait a yep. minute. Something ain't right. So anyways, he, he shows up. So then Dean, now I realize Dean takes everything he just said to me and all the actions Yep. and just does the same thing to Drew, minus the you should marry my niece thing. So he's like, you're just so handsome. Oh, man, I'll pay you money to come fuck me and... Texas. So he just throws he just throws darts against the wall and sees what sticks. Yeah, the next person that comes, he just latches on and does. Oh, the so you're s- off the hook with with. Uh, no, not really. Okay, because also um, Drew's a little wiser than me in the sense that from the get go he goes, yeah, no, we're we're not going to do this. Right. Where he, I was kind of a little more. He actually nipped it in the bud. Yeah, he did. Which Dean's niece was unable to do because that it, a little too much. Of a rapport was already built, right? Well, because you're try, you're thinking. I know your thought process exactly. Your thought process is, I'm gonna laugh this off, go with the flow. The guy see the guy will see I'm a good sport, and yeah. then we'll move on. Yes, exactly. you're not you're not thinking this is gonna be just the entire night, right? Of being pursued like a, a hot cocktail waitress in a bar yes. in 1956. Yes, exactly. But it did not let up. He just was out to get out to get my D, dude. And or Dean's dick. Make me marry his niece. Yeah, I actually thought it was great that his name is Dean. And we yeah, always yeah. talk about I wouldn't touch him with Dean's dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's great. It is great. Now I when I have a Dean to think of when we use the phrase. Uh yeah. Oh, you don't know the original Dean who, I don't who we're talking about? No. Oh, Dean was great. Jesus. I mean, he still is. But you wouldn't touch things with his dick. No. And I don't think Dean, the original Dean is gay. Really? No. Oh. No, because Mike DeBasio, I know exactly how this started. It was one of these bizarre, later on in life, I did start meeting with Mike for lunch and a beer, like just the two of us. Yeah. Because we worked next to each other for so long. 
So that became kind of a regular thing. Like I would just grab lunch with Mike. But I remember out of the blue, this was years prior. Yep. Mike DeBasio in the group chat was like, let's grab lunch at Jay Bryan's or whatever. And then everyone was like, nah, I'm busy. And I was like, I'll, I'll go with you if you want. So it was, but it was one of those things where like, it was the first time I'd only see hung out with him in a group setting. Right. So it's just Mike and I at the bar <laughs> and uh, we're at the corner of the bar and this guy at the table behind us, he go, it must, he must've been on a first date. Yeah. And I knew this, I recognized this guy cause he used to go to Haverhill a lot. And I think he's a, he might be a central guy. I think he's a central guy, but um, so Mike and I are talking, but it's like kind of, there's like a lull in the conversation and yeah. we just, and we just hear this guy behind us go, Hey, what's going on? Dean. He says it just like that. Like that's how he introduced himself. <laughs> like I wasn't like, Hey, I'm Dean. He just goes, Hey, what's up? Dean. Jesus. And then so Mike starts like whispering and he's like, did you just hear that? And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, and then like, so then like the whole night, like we just kept eavesdropping on Dean and it became like a joke. And then at the end of the night, Mike DeBasio said the perfect like came up with a perfect line because there was a girl waiting at a bar. I mean, uh, there was a bartender that just started working and um, she was like, I couldn't tell if she was hot or, or just like trashy. Yeah. Yeah. Like she straddled that line. Right. Not hot or trashy, but it's like, fine line. but you know, doable or trashy. Yo, yeah. Sexually attractive or, or trashy. Right. Right. And so I go, I don't know. What do you think of that? This bartender, and then Mike, without hesitating, he goes, I wouldn't fuck her with Dean's dick. <laughs> and it was just so funny because Dean was just innocently, like, nervous talking on his first date right behind us. Oh, it was great. And I've seen Dean a, a couple times since. I do love that. What was funny about Dean, too, because I remember, um, I forget where I was, but I was somewhere years ago, like, before I even... Before I even had like Karen's number, we were out on the, a bunch of us, you were probably there too. Right. We're out on the deck of like the lasting room and then I see Dean and then so Bud and Karen started talking to Dean. So I'm like, oh, they know the fucking Dean. Yeah. That's hilarious. Cause the Mike DeBasio thing had already happened like right. years prior. And, um, and then I just remember Dean going, um, you know, this is. This was like election season, and I remember going to get a, a drink and then coming back, and Dean was just so happily not getting angry, even when Karen and other people were in his face getting angry, and Dean was just totally contentedly uh, explaining why uh, Donald Trump should be president, and I just remember going like, I like this guy, because... <laughs> It was so unpopular at the at the deck in the lasting room to like no one at the time was admitting that they liked Trump. Right. And it was just hilarious that this guy was just so pleasant. Just Dean. And he was like carefully explain like carefully uh uh you know, volleying any of their assertions back at them. It was great. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, Dean is simultaneously a uh, like a putz. That's why the the Dean's dick joke makes me laugh so much, but he's also a good guy. Right. Or at least a funny guy. Um, but anyway, that is funny that years later you would be accosted by a Dean at a, at a dinner party by a, a Dean, by literally Dean's dick. Yeah. Not just Dean. His dick too. His dick was constantly being brought up. <laughs> and Jeff was like, Dean usually at parties is there until something breaks and then he like leaves. <laughs> and then so then Jay shows up the guy I wanted to hang out with and drink whiskey oh yeah so then Dean starts hugging him telling him how handsome he is yeah and uh, Jay brought he makes this fucking tequila he, so he's Indian and he puts like super smoking hot chilies in tequila really and then you're like you take shots of it but it's like so fucking hot it's like painful so he had that and Dean was like smelling it and shit and then it was just like on the counter and then he's just like, you know, rambunctiously doing shit. And then Jay eventually goes, Dean, what did you do with the lid to this? Because I saw him take off the thing and it's just like missing. Yeah. So the Dean just like looking around like all fucked up, just grabs the bottle and like picks it up and then just drops it. 
No. Oh my god. Luckily it didn't break, but just fucking But it could have easily. Chili tequila go fucking everywhere. And I like scoop up the bottle. We still don't know where the lid is. Then Goose comes running over and starts like licking it. Yep. And Jay's like, no, Goose. Because it'll fucking fuck him up bad. Right, right. It's like it's literally like eating the hottest hot sauce in there. That's what it's like drinking this shit. Really? Yeah, it's fucked. Um and then shortly after he like went outside and just laid in the grass. For like a while. <laughs> Goose or Dean? Uh, Dean. And then... Um, Did you go out and give him some treats? Eventually, they like convinced him to leave. <laughs> and then like he came back in the house. Oh, actually, Jeff kept taking his boots off. And then he kept putting his boots back on. That was part of the thing. And then when they were like, put your fucking boots on. We're leaving. He like took his socks off. <laughs> threw them over his shoulder. And they just like basically hit me in the chest and like... And just like fell to the floor, and I was like, okay. And then he like is putting his fucking boots on, and they were fucking soaked, like the worst socks you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine socks that Cooch had been wearing partying again all night. Right, right, right. Um, then they eventually get him out of the door, and I'm like, from a distance, being like, okay, bye, Dean. And I can tell he's like, his feelings are so hurt that I didn't bang uh, him. Well, that I didn't like come over and hug him for a seven thousandth time. Right. And tell him how much I loved him, and right, you know. Let him tell me that he loves me and I'm hot and whatever. Yeah. Um, so then they leave. And then like 10 minutes later, Sarah, the niece, comes running back in. She goes, Jeff, you got to fucking come out because he's driving me fucking crazy. No, oh my God. So like, she God hasn't even got him it. in the car so, yet. So then so then Jeff runs out and he's like laying in the street. And he's like, God damn it. So then he, I don't know what the fuck he does. Then they leave again. Then we see someone running down the street towards the house. And they're leaving in a car, correct? Yeah. And um, I don't know who it was, but somebody left their phone in the grass where Dean was laying. So I don't know if it was Dean or <laughs> that girl's dad. But <laughs> then we see the car pull away again. Yeah. And then the volume of that fucking place dropped from like a 90 to like a fucking 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were breathing air. Nobody was hugging anybody. Just nice and easy. And it was just a great little evening. Did you get to privately sip the whiskey like you wanted? Not really. Because mm. by that time I was like done drinking. Right. I didn't want to get too fucked up, you know? So what time of night did Dean end up actually leaving? Oh, that's a good fucking question. And I'm assuming there was no Halloween party? I want to say there was a Halloween party, but it and it was like from like six to nine. <laughs> um, I think... You know, those guys were checking the door every time the knob turned at that party. Being yeah. like, fuck, please don't be Dean. <laughs> I think he left at like 11-ish. I really don't remember. Sheesh. Um, exchanged information with the niece. Oh. I've been in contact. You're kidding. Yeah. She's also 10 years younger than me, though. So, you know, kind of just broke up with my girlfriend that was five years younger than me because she was a little too young. And now, mm. you know, so probably... Probably too young, but still. But still. Nice young lady. Pretty. That's great. Enjoyed talking to her. She's a nurse. Something about rectal. She's like, oh, I'm like a something rectal nurse. Really? It's like, huh. Interesting. A lot of bums, I guess. A lot of bum holes. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I survived. I didn't I didn't get fucked by Dean. I didn't have to suck him off. I still don't have any of his money. And I don't live in Texas. Well, that's great. He also made me text him my number, which I did do, and haven't heard anything back. So I'm hoping he he woke up in a he was like, "Who's this?" and like deleted it or something. Yeah, could be. But one day he might text me and be like, "Hey, uh, how's a million dollar sound to come fuck me?" Yeah, I'll be like, "Well, yeah, I guess depending on you know, not great. That's not great." I mean, maybe you'll have a different mindset on that st- sort of maybe. thing. Maybe I'll really need the money at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That was painfully great. did not mean to press that. I meant to press this. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. With any luck, Do you understand the chemicals that? will make you gay, and then it's easy money now. That's true. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. Who would have thought that being sick of being socially engineered and thinking it's not funny would cost you a billion dollars? Oh, don't even get me started. Don't get them started, folks. Um, but yeah. 
Um, so how was your fucking Saturday night? Oh, it's not bad. When I, took I had the, a little family party thing. I took the deepest shower when I got home. Did you? A real deep shower. I took a... Uh, Scrubbed my beard. Shallow shower. More of a rinse. Did you rinse? Yeah, I rinsed. Um, but I... Yeah, had a little family party. We were probably home by 10. That's nice. And then Sunday... I think we just went to lunch. Didn't really do much. Jesus. What I did I do on Sunday? Um, oh, I, I fucking, know. you know what I did? I, I uh, did house shit. I just fucking. Nice. You know what? You know what's such a bitch? What? So all the time I'm like, you know what? My place is a fucking mess. It's a sty. I just want to spend. Your place is a pile. <laughs> I just want to spend like a Saturday tidying up. Yeah. Clean up the kitchen. I think it does look clean. Put some shoes away. You know, shit like that. Clean up my desk. Mm -hmm. So you do that. And then you go, you know what? I'm going to bake a loaf of bread. Yeah. Suddenly, kitchen's fucking trashed again. Right, 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 right. Dishwasher's full of fucking shit again. Mm -hmm. And it's like you didn't even clean. Yeah. So like, why clean ever? You know? Just fucking live in in shit. Well, Well, one of the good things, too, is if not good... But, um, well, I got that from Laird Hamilton too. Right. Love Laird. He's the fucking man, dude. So, so he doesn't, he doesn't do dishes at night. Right. Which would drive most people crazy. Cause they're like, I can't go to bed with the fucking house a mess. Oh, I can, I sleep like a baby, but he purposely does it because he's all about task completion in the morning. Yep. So he wakes up fucking showers and then just cleans his entire kitchen every morning like a like a ritual right right because then he's like all right i completed one thing because the mind is a weird thing like you know when um it's a terrible thing to waste (laughs) it is you know when you complain i mean uh when you clean like your room right like we were just talking about but like let's say instead of your entire place you clean your room right yeah and you know when you kind of just admiringly keep looking at your your clean finished product? Yep. And you feel great and you're like, "All right, what else can I tackle?" Right. That's why the whole task completion in the morning thing makes sense. Because if you if you do something at nighttime, you're like, "Well, it's the end of the day, I should probably go to bed." Yeah. But if you complete something in the morning, you're like, "I like this." Yeah. I'm going to keep doing this. What the fuck else? That that too, not to bring Dean back into this, but Dean, um Jeff sent me a message that Dean sent him that was like, so Dean went to somebody else's house like either the night before or the night after that. <laughs> and they were like, were you wearing like freshly polished uh, cowboy boots? And he was like, yeah. And they were like, you fucking basically destroyed <laughs> <laughs> like our fucking white furniture because there's just like boot polish all over no. it. Yeah. Oh, so this guy's literally a walking disaster. And Jeff is like, listen, man, you can come over anytime, but leave the fucking boots. <laughs> yeah, what? what's with this guy's boots? He was just knocking around, yelling, yeah, and shit. It was wild. Yeah, I hate uh, houses with no shoe policies, but the boots, I would make an exception. Well, and it was just fun watching Jeff, like, uh, f- in panic, but in a friendly way. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, like, don't like fucking a duck break anything. Water, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. You hate you hate shoe free sh- houses, huh? Only when when they're uh, intensely enforced, right? Um, I don't I don't know. I mean, I I if it's not my house, it's it's your rules, whatever. So I I guess I respect it. But I don't know. I guess I like partially agree because I don't like um, the harshly enforced no shoes, but I also get it because I mean you could have been in New York City standing in some lady's piss on a subway and now you're like walking through a house you know what I mean yeah but that's part of the deal man I mean you you should be cleaning your floors anyway pretty routinely and also like the second if it's a Friday night and I'm at a party standing around a, a kitchen island drinking with my buddies yeah. and I'm in if, socks yeah. I feel like a six year old if you're having a party it's accepted that people are going to wear shoes I think yeah, okay. You know I know I mean? so, yeah. But yeah. uh 
if it's like you are just going to like your fucking aunt's house for dinner and there's three other people. Yeah. And she's like, oh, take your shoes off. I'm sure you're like, oh, fine. Yeah, it it bothers me, but um, it to me, shoes are almost like pants. Like, if I'm out in public, not on my couch, I'm wearing shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And again, I'm not going to put up a stink. I'm not treating it like a COVID mandate where I can just say, fuck yeah, this and my leave. My body, my choice. The <laughs> shoes are staying on. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. There's just something about it. Maybe... Maybe no, I it's, get it. It's one of those things where it's like, and again, they, you could probably give me a million examples where this isn't the case. <laughs> I'm speaking generally, but it's kind of like Dean saying he has all this money so much. Yeah. Actually, it's a little bit different, but people that are so worried about my Nike's fucking up your floor like what what do you did you get some like overly expensive floor that you can't really afford and you're trying to you know what i mean i think a lot of it comes from like germophobia though more than more than that no i thought i always thought it was about the the physical cleanliness of a floor but yeah maybe it is germophobia i think it's more of the germophobia shit i don't fucking know no it could be i i've never um I've never grown up in a house where where anyone was ever asked to take their shoes off. So I, I've never been on like close to the shoe restriction side. So I haven't really heard their point of view. So I maybe I'm being unfair. Jesus Christ! But I just always thought it was to avoid situations like Dean, right? Where like you have a guy with cowboy boots, and now you need all new furniture. <laughs> <laughs> like I always thought it was because they were afraid. Like like they're they're place is going to get fucked up right right <laughs> which in some cases apparently no, and, and that I mean, is the case and, and as someone who like you know i have to take the dog out in my own house and you know i routinely find myself tracking like mud and dirt in my house yeah like i get that but i I also just fucking clean it up but also okay here's the th- here's when i'll give people a pass if you have like a really nice carpeting which no one has anymore Right. Then it's like, okay. Right. Because then you're like, well, all it takes is one mistake to really fuck this up. Right. And that's one of those things where like, if you got new white carpeting, you're like, nobody can wear shoes in here. Right. But then as soon as one person does, you're like, ah, fuck it. it." Yeah. Yeah. You almost like pray for that. Like, it's the same thing when, when, when I would get a brand new guitar and like, I would, I would be so careful picking it. I'd, I didn't even want the pick guard to look all scratched oh, yeah. and shit. But there's almost like a liberation when that first ding comes. Because yep. now you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I agree. Same with cars. Yeah. My car has like little chips and dents and shit. And if it didn't, it would suck. Right. Yeah, mine has a tiny dent. <laughs> but yeah. it's That's funny because the dent is huge, folks. It's. <laughs> Um, but no, write in if if you uh, write in in defense of the no shoes because again, I'm I'm open minded on this. I'll um also check the. I just don't like being in a house not mine, shoeless. I'll check the gosh darn friggin' email. Oh yeah, Let's see what we got if anything. Oh, Man, so we got we got some regular listeners that we didn't even know about. This is oh, great. And it's so great. Nobody uh, fucking emailed us. Uh, oh so if anyone Not wants to, e- nope. If anyone wants to email us, it's it's dot the dot tims at gmail.com. Fire away, baby. Fire away. Swing away. Uh, frankly, when you're looking at what they're saying about me, I also, it, I also started laughing so hard before golf. We met at that breakfast place. Oh yeah. For like a quick grab and go sandwich Eastman's and a nice Corner. coffee. And uh, <laughs> we're all just like talking or shooting the shit. And, uh, you know, we're like five minutes from the golf course. And Kevin Faye, we're all talking, shooting the shit for like 10 minutes. And then Kevin Faye starts telling a story. And like a minute into it, Eric just interrupts Kevin and goes, you guys want to head to the course? <laughs> 
just like no regard yeah for kevin's story uh, i'm sure it's a good story the next morning under my bed which i thought was weird i'm sure it's a great fucking story yeah and i drove kev's or uh eric's raptor oh yeah you did which is pretty wild it's like driving a building yeah but it handles well it's fucking weird yeah that thing is fucking that thing sounds manly it seems like it's not it seems like the road's not wide enough for it mm. but it really is well especially up there their roads are basically the width of the raptor yeah yeah legitimately it's not like driving in uh actually you know who has like really fucking wide streets why don't you tell me is lawrence and i know we're gonna ah. get people that ride and like dude there's sections of Lawrence where the streets are fucking... Yeah, if you remove all the cars, right? No, like if you go down by... Um, uh, well, obviously there's shitty parts like that get a little tight with all the cars like fucking... Parked on both sides. Like Broadway. But there's areas by uh, like toward the North Andover side. That oh, the nice like, part. You're like, wow, this is fucking... Like by the reliefs. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, these roads are fucking wide, fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, just an observation. All right. But up in New Hampshire, the the yeah, the the roads are a little thin for for the Raptor. I mean, not New Hampshire, but in uh Kensington. Right. Right. Cuz those roads are probably only about 20 feet wide. Interesting, probably. You know. Hmm. Anyway, Jesus. How did it went like you get so tasteful? Tinder shot a fucking uh 80, right? An 80. Yeah, it was great. I shot a fucking 90 f- Two. I was pissed. But what can you do? You know? Yeah, it's golf. It's, it's golf. It's golf. Yeah, birdie though. I almost bought uh yeah, I almost bought Zen today. It was this close. Really? Today? Yep. Nice. I, 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 I would have done one with you tonight if you did. I was staring at it and I almost said and I'll take a Zen too. Oh. You know what I mean? But I didn't. Just got the cheese and this. So you're not addicted after all that, Zen. I'm not addicted. That's great, man. That is fucking great. Not a dick, not a dick did to Zen. Oh, Simple Plan's playing that thing, that concert that we were talking about last week. That's right, they are, aren't they? Who isn't? Am I right? <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. So that's about it. We don't even have shows lined up. We should probably nothing, get some shows. Nothing lined up. We're on a we're on a roll. Apparently, supposedly we sound better than ever. So we got to keep. We got to keep booking shows before the magic's gone. We probably should. Yeah, yeah. You're, no, no, no. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. We will. And we should. And we will. Well, that sounds great. Mm. Won't hear any pushback from me on that. <laughs> well, I guess that's it because we're kind of out of shit now. Um, Jeff Porcel, uh is like Hank Mark Dukas. Um, only take your shoes off in people's houses if it's like your aunt's house. Uh, Dean is very overbearing, but an all around pretty nice guy. His heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, he owns, he said not. he owns something like 13,000 acres in Texas, which maybe he does. Yeah. Maybe, but, but they're like a hundred dollars an acre. Doesn't mean you're loaded with many millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Sarah's a nice young lady. That's the niece. Um, and I'm probably going to help Jeff paint his walls. Really? And baseboards. Jesus Christ. And I think that's it, dude. I think that covers everything. Sounds great. Have anything to add to that? No. Well, frankly, if you look at what they're saying on the Surecast from week to week, you'll find they've got nothing to talk about, do they? Can't believe we got a former president to come on the show. Great, guys. Tim and Tim, both of them. All right, guys. Not the best, not great, but pretty good guys. Stand-up guys, except for when they're sitting down, which is almost all the time. I'm Donald Trump. (laughs) Vote for me in the next 35 elections. (laughs) 12 more years. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Put my job down at the car wash Left my mama a goodbye note By sundown I left Kings
my guitar up on the McCoy. You know what woke me? It means you're a loser. Memphis, got a room at the YMCA. For the next three weeks, I went to in them nightclubs looking for a place to play. Check, please. Well, I thought my picking would set them on fire, but nobody wanted to hire a guitar man. I fucked up. Well, I nearly about starved to death down in Memphis. I run out of money and look. So I bought me a ride down to Macon, Georgia, on overloaded boats. Congratulations, Seriously. Thanks, I wish it didn't work. Seriously, thank you. My guitar. Got the same old story, Tim, all night, Pierce. There ain't no room around here for a guitar man. He's absolutely right. Guitar man, son. So I slipped in Hobo Jones, bombed a thousand miles of track. Till I found myself in Mobile, Alabama At a club they called Big Jacks A little four-piece band was jamming So I took my guitar and I said in I showed them what a band would sound like With a swinging little guitar man Show them, son Take a trip down to the ocean, find yourself down around.